Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome on into the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. You know, I, I kind of thought this show was going to be a little more boring. Yeah. But then we spent 25 minutes arguing about our 10 and 12 ranked quarterbacks. So mm-hmm. it should be an interesting show. Uh, my name's Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. Um, we got some interesting stuff to get into in this episode. Obviously, QB rankings. We're going to talk about 10 to 12 guys we'll see what happens um before we do that check out our website at thefantasychampions.com follow us on twitter at the ff champs on instagram at the fantasy champions like us at facebook.com forward slash the fantasy champions subscribe wherever you listen apple podcast spotify stitcher youtube if you are on youtube please leave a comment down below who your favorite quarterback for this season is outside of yeah, Mahomes and Lamar. Know. outside of Mahomes and lamar you don't, you don't get to my say guy, that. my guy's Mahomes. Yeah, I know your guy is Mahomes every year. It's, um, it's always Mahomes, though. which is not the case on this podcast. But we'll find out. Uh, and then be sure to click the bell on YouTube for notifications when we release new podcasts. Be sure to leave a review, and uh, we have an interesting, uh, a little draft guide coming out in you know probably a couple of days, maybe next week, July first. Yeah, it's. It's, it's approaching fast, fast. and yeah. I'm I need some sleep because <laughs> it's taken me forever to do things. Um, pre orders on the draft guide start at twenty five dollars. Um, it has our full rankings, breakouts, busts, player draft values, written breakdowns, so much more that goes into this. Be sure to purchase before the price goes up in July. If you pre order now, you will be entered for a chance to be in our listener league, and that will be running all the way until August. Yeah. If so, you guys want a chance to beat us, this is your chance. Yeah. Like I said, not going to happen. <laughs> um, all right. So let's, let's, uh, let's jump right into a quick question before we do our rankings. Tell me, my friend, what backfields are you avoiding? Just give me one, one backfield that you're avoiding this year, running backs um, that you're avoiding this year. I kind of want to stay away from 49ers again, even though I like start. But some of the stuff I'm hearing is just, yeah, it's not good. And they're going to run the ball a lot, so Mostert might not be that bad. Um, but you know, Tevin Coleman's mm. going to get a lot of work, and I've been yeah. hearing a lot. I know you don't believe this; it's hard to believe, but I've been hearing a lot of hype for Jarrett McKinnon lately on Twitter, and him making a big comeback. <laughs> He's releasing like so workout stupid. videos, and like Raheem Mostert is like three-headed monster or something like that. Wow, so. dude. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's probably why they got rid of Breda. Right. That is why, because he's just going to replace Breda. So it's going to be pretty much similar to what it was last year. Now, this is an interesting question. And I was trying to think of, like, you know, the work. Because I am okay with any backfield, really. Yeah, me too. And, oh. and that's... Go ahead. What were you going to say? I just have another team that oh, I okay. completely forgot about. Um. So... I feel like there's a lot of things in flux right now. Um, and I'm not really sure the, the one team that keeps coming to my mind that scares me. There's, there's really two teams, but I, I really can't say one of them because I'm too, <laughs> I'm in love with a player on that team at the running back position, but I'm going to say, I guess a backfield that I've 
been trending away from is uh, the Detroit Lions. Mm, and it's a good one. Um, I, I, I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, DeAndre Swift, what are you talking about? They have great running backs. I'm not talking about the talent they got the running right, back position. Right. I'm talking about the fact that Matt Patricia is a, is a child of the Bill Belichick system and that he's going to go RBBC all the way down people's throats. Um, so I think you're going to see Swift. I think you're going to see carry on. I think you're going to see the third guy or whoever that may be. Um, but you're going to see a lot of different players get opportunity. Uh, when I projected the Detroit lions out, um, I don't think I had a single one of their players hit 150 fantasy points on at the running, running back backs. position. Yeah. I have Deandre Swift at 148 and carry on at 143. So a little bit interesting of a dynamic there, but for me, it's like, I, I just don't see why, you know, it, it kind of scares me to buy into that backfield right now. Like carry on might be an okay selection, you know, for early in the season, especially if his schedule, the first four to six weeks is easier, but I just think they're they're going to go very split with these two running backs and it's going to look ugly next year and a lot of people are going to draft carry on a lot of people are going to draft DeAndre Swift and they're uh-huh. they're just going to be shocked by the fact that and I don't know why they would be shocked but shocked by the fact that this team is going to run a committee next year. In the yeah. future if you're in dynasty leagues then you know buy DeAndre Swift with every penny that you have but I love Swift in dynasty. Yeah, but in in redraft which is what we're here to talk about yeah, do not draft anybody in that Detroit Lions backfield. Yeah, I, I was going to say the Patriots too, but then I thought of an even better team than that, uh, the Rams. I'm not touching anyone on the Rams this year. Oh, that's backfield. such a good one. Uh, Cam Akers, like, I know there's a lot of hype for him. And I do think he's totally forgot about the a Rams. pretty talented running back, but <laughs> Sean McVay has said yeah. this past year that he wants to do an RBBC. Uh, Yuck, and that you. offensive line is, you know, I mean, yeah. maybe it gets better. Like we were saying a couple of shows ago, mm-hmm. you're talking about how that it just could get better because it just underperformed last year. But if it mm-hmm. doesn't, it's going to be one of the worst offensive lines in the league again. Yeah. Um, with a rookie running back, uh, Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, t- I don't want to draft Cam Akers in the fifth or yeah. sixth round. I'm sorry. Right. Um, that's very fair. I, that's a great one. I, the Rams are trouble this year <laughs> in so many ways. Um, yeah, that'll do it for the quick question to start the show. Uh, we are going to jump right into our running back rankings and give you those, uh, sorry, quarterback ranking. I literally, it was written right. You're a little behind. I'm stuck on last week's episode, Tuesday's episode. Um, so let's talk about some quarterback rankings. This is going to be a little more interesting. It'll start off boring. So we'll, we'll move fast through the first three. Yep. Um, one and two, we have a little bit of a disagreement. It's not. Pro- it's probably not going to be a big argument or discussion. No. Um, but anyway, so I have. We'll talk about Mahomes first. I have Mahomes one. You have Mahomes two. Um, having Lamar one on your list, which is the only other guy that you would assume that is there, uh, is not horrible, but. The reason why I have Patrick Mahomes one is not only because I statted him out to be one, but it's because I, I don't see Lamar. Like I literally, I gave him 30 to 40 more passes this year and he mm. still doesn't reach 3,500 passing yards. 
And uh, he only has like, I, re- I regressed him in the touchdown category, less efficient there, 26 passing touchdowns. What did he have last year? 33? 36. Uh, 36. Oh my goodness. So I regressed him 10 total touchdowns in that category. He only throws seven interceptions on my projections. But the big thing that I regressed him in was uh, rushing attempts because I don't think he's going to rush it as much. Um, but not necessarily rushing attempts. I have him at 160, which is a lot more than any quarterback in the league. Um, and more than most running backs, to be honest with you. But uh, I have him at 960 rushing yards. What he did last year, rushing the football, was phenomenal. It was mm-hmm. maybe the greatest uh, rushing. It, it was the greatest rushing performance that we've yep. ever seen from a quarterback. Plain and simple. Hard to top. It's hard to get back to a thousand yards rushing as a quarterback in the NFL. So to to just assume that he's going to ascend into that, you know, get automatically get a hundred fantasy points just on rushing yards is is silly. Now I do have him at nine ninety nine hundred and sixty, but I could see him at like around nine hundred next year as a real uh, number. And then I have him at six rushing touchdowns. So with the rushing, it's really like the numbers are really solid for him. But I think there was enough to pull away in terms of just solid regression in every single category that it puts him kind of in the conversation of 350 to 340 to 350 fantasy points total on the season. Um, And I have Mahomes right now at 38 passing touchdowns and 4,700 yards. Um, I think he's going to pass it a little bit more this year. Mahomes is. But um, I just would he doesn't turn the ball over literally ever. And he also does his fair share of rushing and scoring on the ground. So, um, you know, it's not Lamar level. Like I only have met 200 rushing yards, but so I have Mahomes at 364 just on sheer like passing touchdowns alone. If you are in a six touch, you know, I think I think in your projections uh, you had and six point touchdowns. Mahomes was number one. Um so yeah. if you're in a if you're in a six point touchdown for quarterbacks league, uh, Mahomes needs to be the number one guy in your list. If you're in a four point, it's close between Mahomes and Lamar. But to me, I think Mahomes has the edge. I don't think quarterbacks repeat. I've always been that way. But yeah, if you have either one of these guys, by the way, you're safe. Like you have 350 plus. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, if they play all 16. Uh, I it's funny because I'm usually the Mahomes truther, and you have yeah. Mahomes ahead of. Uh, Lamar and I have Lamar ahead of Mahomes but yeah. the, the only reason I have Lamar I actually have Lamar projected less rushing than you do and I still have him number one with total points uh, I, I also think he's going to regress he has to after the year he had last year but even if he regresses man he, I mean if he rushes for 900 yards and six rushing touchdowns throws for like you know you have him 26 passing touchdowns I think if he can get like 27 28 29 passing touchdowns mm-hmm. then he, there's a very good chance he's going to be the QB1 again it if anybody can repeat, I know I said this for Mahomes last year, but it's sort of the same thing because Mahomes got injured. So if Lamar Jackson doesn't get injured, uh, he's either going to finish one or two. I don't okay. really think he's going to finish anywhere below that just by the amount of times he rushes the ball. I think I'm, the, I think the, un, the unfortunate thing is that if you look at, and I, I want to see if I can pull this up just overall league-wise, league ranking on uh, pro football reference. But if you look at um, the touchdown rate of what um lamar had last year i think he was that at, was ridiculous i think he was at nine uh let me see it's i think it was nine percent 
Yeah, that's why I had I have him for you have him for ten less touchdown passes. I have him for seven less. Yeah. So, I mean, and I love Mahomes. Don't get me wrong. I I have three fantasy points total on my projection. Yeah, it was nine. These two guys. His touchdown percentage was nine. I'm trying to see what that correlates with the rest of the league. It's high. I've I've looked at the number before. It, it is high. Um, but like I I do love Mahomes. And again, if you can get one of these guys. You know, you're going to be set at quarterback, although I don't recommend drafting either of these guys in the second round, which is where they're going right now. Um, even though I was tempted to take Lamar in the mock draft, but that's a different story. <laughs> Always. Uh, but no, I, I just, the, the only reason I have Lamar ahead of Mahomes is just because his rushing is so great. And even if he yeah. does regress, like we both think he will, he's still going to get, have a monster season. And we're kind of hoping yeah. Mahomes is more like he was two years ago versus last year, even though last year he was still mm-hmm. ridiculously good. Um, and I think he will be more like he was when he won the MVP. Uh, yeah, but it'll be like, I don't think he's going to be throwing 50 touchdowns. Like, he'll, right, right, right. You have how many projected touchdowns do you have Holmes? Uh, 38. Yeah. I'm at like 36. So I think that's the only difference. Yeah. Um, I guess that knocks out the first two guys, but yeah, I just, one final thing on Lamar. It was just that, like I said, the touchdown rate that really set me off in terms of regression because, you know, an average touchdown rate for quarterback in that category of like top five, top six is around five to six percent. Um, and he was just so that that whole Ravens offense was so ridiculously efficient mm-hmm. that it is hard to not regress the entire offense into the point where. And this is the same exact way I feel about Russell Wilson, who we'll talk about in a few minutes, um, is that, you know, when you're that efficient, it just can't keep up. You cannot continue to be as efficient as you were. You may be a good quarterback in the league, but I just, you know, all of the factors that kind of ensue, like the other thing too, that you have to think about between Mahomes and Lamar is that Lamar has a lot higher risk of injury because of the way he plays. True. And with Mahomes, if you're if you're into drafting quarterbacks higher, you're in a super flex league and you need to draft a quarterback high, right? In the first, second, third round. Well, I would say that I would rather have Mahomes over Lamar just on the pure fact. Like if Lamar plays all 16, there's a good chance that he does outscore Mahomes. But I think that when you're talking about injury risk and stuff like that, even if I had statted out Lamar Jackson to be the number one quarterback in all of fantasy, I probably would have taken Mahomes one just because there's a chance that Lamar gets hurt and Mahomes. I mean, he got hurt on a freak sneak play last year and you know what I mean? Lamar is all over the field running around. Like it's, you you can only last so long doing that. And so I think the injury risk is higher, which means the risk of the player is higher. And if you were in the second, third round, taking a quarterback, it is no time to be taking massive risks. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would take Mahomes just in that pure aspect. But if you have Mahomes or Lamar, you're, you've got two of the best quarterbacks in fantasy football. You're sure. like not even close to everyone else. So um, let's talk about the next guy. Number three, Dak Prescott. For me, he's three. For you, he's yeah. three. So we agree on this guy. Um, I didn't. I think on the initial projection, I had Dak at like six in the early rankings. Um, I don't know where you had him. I had him a little bit lower with Russell Wilson down. I got him like five or six as well. Right. In my top three. The big thing about Dak is that he, he doesn't cease to amaze me. I really want to regress Dak Prescott so, so badly because I just don't 
like I don't believe in quarterbacks having straight repeat seasons like he did last year. He's a QB two last year, so I I don't believe that he like you know when the season ended, I'm like Dak's not doing that again next year. That was my first initial thought, which is why I had him ranked yep. lower. And then they drafted CD Lamb, and they still have Amari Cooper, and they still have Ezekiel Elliott, and they have a really good offensive line, and they just signed one of the most pass friendly freaking coaches in the NFL. Don't forget about the coach. Michael Gallup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my, you know, who could forget Michael Gallup? Um, no, but I think for me, Dak, like everything for me in my heart points to Dak not having a good season. But then everything in my mind goes, look at the talent. Yeah. Like if he's going to throw it 600 times next year, which I don't project him at 600, I project him at like 590. But if he throws it in that vicinity of 600 next year, like Aaron Rodgers used to do back in the day, it is hard for me not to think Dak Prescott's not going to be a top five quarterback. It's just, it's very hard for me not to have that in my mind. So um, I have Dak at three. I think he's got a ridiculous, there is a chance that this guy could blow up this year. And, and actually maybe even overtake Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and become the number one quarterback in fantasy. Like this could be not the dark horse guy, but a guy that, where is he going right now? ADP, like fifth guy off the board. So, um, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I really, I, I believe in Dak this year. I'm just, I'm hesitant. You know what I mean? If Dak falls in any drafts, like I don't like taking quarterbacks early, but if he falls in like the seventh round, like I'm probably jumping on that. Yeah. Uh, Cause I'm with you. I have Dak third as well. And with Mike McCarthy as a coach, I mean, he, Dak threw the ball 596 times last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now if you have Mike McCarthy there, who, yeah. like you said, is a pass-heavy coach, uh, I could very easily, as a matter of fact, I expect Dak to throw the ball about 600 times this year. Um, <laughs> and if you're throwing the ball 600 <laughs> times with that offensive line, with Zeke, that's with too much. Lambert, that's too Mark much Cooper, for me to Michael handle. Gallup, uh, he's going to, he should put up. Don't let me do numbers. it. He should do really well. So yeah. I, I think we both agree with this one with Dak. I mean, and I, I think the big, the big thing with Dak is that, and I, and I don't even want to draft him there, but you know, right now you have Mahomes at pick 17, uh, Lamar projected at ADP at 18, Kyler at 49, Russell Wilson at 53, Deshaun Watson at 59. And then you have Dak Prescott at 60. So you know, if you're look, if you're using my rankings to draft this year, you know what I mean, or Rick's rankings to draft this year, you're going to have Mahomes and Lamar off the board before you get to pick. But then you're going to let other people take Kyler, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and you'll still have yeah. a arguably a tier one quarterback. I would say tier two, like the cutoff he's is tier Mahomes two. And, for, yeah, he's tier two. Um, but me. a tier two quarterback sitting there, and and he's a high tier two. You know, he's not low tier yeah. two. So um, if you if you want to take a quarterback, I mean, early seventh round is not a bad place to do it. Um, I, I like to shoot for guys stream and sh- I like to stream quarterbacks and shoot for guys in the later rounds. But, you know, if he, if he ends up slipping in drafts, you know, then then go out and get him. He's not a guy that's talked about. That might be his low ADP might be because he um, <laughs> was projected to hold out and the ADP hasn't. Um, adjusted to him signing his tender and, and actually playing this year. Um, so we'll have to see if that had an effect, but yeah, it, it is interesting to see that he is, he is a sixth, seventh round pick right now, um, which is not a bad place to take Dak at all. No, it's not, not at all. I'm with you. 
Um, let's talk about the number four guy we have. Uh, you have, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll just go off uh, the next guy for me and then we can discuss. But uh, Deshaun Watson, I have at number four. You have him at five. number five. So um, I, I think the hardest part for me is that I think, you know, obviously we know for quarterbacks, if you can rush, you're going to finish high. You know what I mean? If you right. can get over 350 rushing yards, you're going to you're going you're gonna to finish pretty high in, in fantasy football among uh, quarterbacks, especially if you have the ability to throw the football like Deshaun Watson does. So I have him statted out this year at 4,100 uh, passing yard, just over that, and 26 touchdowns. Um, but the big thing is that he rushes it 88 times in his career per rush. I think it's like 4.7. So um, I projected him probably right around 4.5 or 4.6. And he ended up with 450 rushing yards. Um, and I gave him four or five rushing touchdowns. Deshaun Watson has always been a rusher. The concerns are with passing this year. You lose, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, they bring in David Johnson, which I don't, you know, I mean, he's a great addition, but it's not, you know, it's not one of those things that's going to throw you off. Hopkins. Right, right. It's not going to compensate what you lost in Hopkins. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, for Deshaun Watson, the question is, this is where we find out if he is actually a good NFL, like we know he's a good NFL quarterback, but this is where we find out if he actually can perform without elite talent. And you know what I mean? That's kind of, that kind of what, that's kind of what separates you from being, you know, 11, 12 or 13. Good and great. Yeah. Good and great essentially. Yeah. So I think for me, when you look at, when you look at Deshaun Watson, I don't think he's going to throw it 600 times this year. I think he's going to throw it right around 550 to 560, but I think that there's there's opportunity for him there, even if he has a you know not a great season passing the football. Like I said, forty one hundred and twenty six touchdowns is not great passing the football. It's good, but it's not fantastic. So um, I think as far as rushing the football, that's what's going to bring him over the top. And I think it's he's a he's not a bad a bad pick. Now I think where his ADP is, mm-hmm. it's kind of gross. You know, yeah, being, I, being as the what is it, the fifth quarterback off the board in the fifth, sixth round, it's just a it's a gross pick, and I don't, I'm not a huge fan of it. So, I mean, this is where these are guys that I just, uh, you know, the next couple, I'm just not really super excited about. But um, yeah, I'm I'm not super excited about Watson. I'm probably not going to own him in many many leagues unless he falls. Uh, you know, you said you think he could throw like 550, 560 passing attempts this year. Yeah. I mean, you look at 2018, he played a full 16-game season. He threw for 505 mm-hmm. uh, passing attempts. Last year, he only yeah. played 15 games, so he did miss one game, but he still mm-hmm. only threw the ball 495 times. Right. I, I don't think he's going to throw the ball more than like five. I have, my, I think, 530, which and I was, you know, adding a few here and there. So I don't think he's going to throw the ball a crazy amount. He will be fine right. rushing the ball. I think it's going to be similar to what he did last year, which mm-hmm. is good. Right. Um, even without Hopkins, I still think he can throw like 26, 27 touchdown passes. Um, and maybe he'll throw and he'll throw like maybe a little bit over 4,000 yards. But I, I don't think he's going to, he's not, I don't think he's in the same level as a Lamar or, uh, or Patrick Mahomes, especially now with Hopkins gone. Uh, he's good. He's a top five fantasy quarterback in my opinion, but he's fifth and yeah. he's kind of not worth, a fifth round pick where he's going right now mm-hmm. fifth and sixth round. So, so um, 
when you look at how many times he finished as a QB uh, six or a QB uh, B, if he finished as a top six or a top 12 quarterback last year, he only did top 12 finishes about 10 times. I think it was nine or 10 times. And then the rest of the time, uh, I don't, he didn't play week 17 and he had five, uh, what I would consider bust games. Um, so, I mean, you, you, you had this problem last year when you drafted him in our, in our home league. Um, you basically drafted him and then halfway through the season, you were so freaking frustrated. I think it was week six. You were talking to me about it and you were so frustrated with having him on your team I was because yeah. up to that point in week six, he had been the QB three in fantasy and then the QB 22 and then the QB five and then the QB 22 and then the QB one, the QB one, and then the QB 16. So it was like he would have these top five weeks for the first six, yep. seven weeks of the season. And then the other three times he played, he happened to lay an egg. Terrible. And yeah. you're, you ended up suffering because of that. Because in a league where you have five, six-point touchdowns, quarterbacks mm-hmm. are very important. And if you have a bad performance from a quarterback, you lose games. And uh, in our league, we're five, I think we're five points touchdown, uh, five-point touchdown yeah. for quarterbacks. So the, the quarterback position is a little bit more important. And you didn't get that performance from him. So I think inconsistency is a little bit of a problem for Deshaun Watson. Uh, will he score in the top five? Yes. But I think there's a lot more red flags surrounding Deshaun Watson this year than a lot of people believe. But I still have him four. I think he finishes four or five. Um, uh, let's move on to the next guy, though. Uh, Kyler Murray. Um, you know what? Never mind. We'll start an argument. Russell Wilson. <laughs> So you have okay. you have Russ four, I do, and I have Russ eight. Why yeah. do you have Russ four? I'm more curious as to why you have him eight because I feel like that is more of a uh, anomaly okay, yeah. than me having him four. Four, no, yeah, well, uh, that's for for true. Yeah, I just wanted <laughs> to hear you talk first. But okay, so the reasons I I like Russell Wilson, yeah. I do agree. Um, with your premise of he's really efficient and mm-hmm. your, your argument is, you know, it's hard for somebody to continue to do that. But Wilson has also done that his whole career. It's not something like a yeah. one year thing. Like he's the year before that he threw 35 touch. I mean, if you look at 2017, mm-hmm. he threw 34 touchdowns. Uh, he was pretty efficient. 2018, he threw 35 touchdowns yeah. on 427 pass attempts. That's like Lamar Jackson. Type oh, of his yeah, right, right. And then last year he was a little less efficient, but he was still pretty efficient. 516 pass attempts, 31 touchdowns. With the injuries of Rashad Penny, you know, not everybody, Chris Carson, there's a lot of question marks going into this right. year, which is why in drafts and he's kind of fallen around. Um, he's more of like a fourth round pick because there's some injury questions, fumble questions, you know, mm-hmm. the usual with Chris Carson. Uh, they, there's a lot of people that believe with DK Metcalf now emerging in a second year, they have Tyler Lockett. There's talks about Antonio Brown, potentially. Um, there's talks that, you know, the Seahawks could be leaning to throw the ball a little bit more. Cause if Russell Wilson, his career high for pass attempts is 553. Right. So if he throws, if they just throw the ball a little bit more at all, he's going to be in, he's going to be like a Dak Prescott level player fantasy wise. Okay. Um, and I do think efficiency, like, he can keep that up because he's been doing it his whole career. Like to me, to me, I think he could easily throw like 30 touchdowns and only have five or six interceptions. Um, and he still, he doesn't run the ball like Lamar or anything, but he can run right, for like right. 300 yards and two or three touchdowns. Um, and if he does that, 
you know, I think he's going to be the QB four, which is where I have him. So um, I'm just writing down a few numbers here. I want to give you that Greg Olson, um, Philip Dorsett. So some minor pieces, but some good role guys. I wanted to give you, um, I, I think his first year, was it 2012? Uh, yes. Okay. So here are his career finishes at the quarterback position overall. In 2012, he had 11. He finished as the QB 11 in 2013, the QB eight in 2014 and 2015. He finished as the QB three. And then in 2016, he was the QB 11, the QB one in 2017. And then in 2018, he was QB nine. And then in 2019, QB four. So the years that he went to the Super Bowl, he was the number three guy. And then in 2017, he was the number one guy. Uh, wait a minute. They didn't go to the Super Bowl in 14, 15, did they? No, I think they did. Okay, I don't remember. <laughs> it's been too long. Um, it was either but 13, 14, or 14. The last four years are the, the years I want to highlight. 11, 1, 9, 4. If that continues to be a trend, Russell Wilson will finish as the QB 8 or 9. And so that's not the reason why I have him there. <laughs> that's just I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, the reason, so the big thing is, is like you said, he always uh, performs and is efficient and that's just Russell Wilson. We know that, but I think at some point efficiency does come to bite you in the butt. Um, and I think you see that in years where he finishes eight, nine or 11, you know what I mean? Uh, and then there's years where he goes off and has a really great season. I think the big thing about the uh, Seattle Seahawks is that they're, 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 let's just Let's not front. They're a running football team. You know what I mean? They love to run the football. Yeah. Um, and I have right now Russell Wilson projected at 400, 540 pass attempts, which is a little bit on the lower end. That's it's not one of the lowest, but it's a little 540, bit. 540, you said? Yeah, 540. That's actually a lot. That's more than I do. I have a lot of 600s, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, for the, compared to the rest of the league. And compared to the other top 10 quarterbacks, that's right. outside of Lamar you, and Lamar and Josh Allen who rushed the football a lot. That is a, a, I think that's the lowest total among the top 10. Um, so for me, I, I think he's going to continue in that same, you know, venue of throwing 530, 540 pass attempts. Um, and I think it's going to, you know, he's going to have a really good season, but I just don't think it's going to be a prolific, you know, top five quarterback season because we, we talked about Russell Wilson last year having a decent year last year anyway um, because of how he, you know, has been a QB3, a QB1, a QB4, you know what I mean, over his career. So we were like, yeah, Russ could have a good season. But I think, you know, that we've passed that point, and I think Russell Wilson could be um, a, I don't know, I, I'm kind of scared of Russell Wilson. I don't know what it is. No, you, you've I think it's efficiency. My whole life, no. Um, but would you would you consider the fact that or would you would you make the argument that this might be the best uh, receiving core Wilson has had? Um, yes, I, I would say that. I think you know, obviously, you have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and if you had Antonio Brown, that's that's absurd. But I mean, if they had Antonio Brown, then I don't think that changes the, the play style. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that sure. that changes how. Um, but could that help the efficiency? 
See, I, I don't think it helps the efficiency because the efficiencies always are already ridiculously good. You know what I'm saying? Right, but it might not like because one of your arguments is that you know efficiency it's hard yeah, to right. sustain, which I do agree with. But if it's I one think, of the best, if not the best, yeah. <clears throat> the big thing for uh, me, receiving core. The big thing for me, I guess, is is I I have him right now at 27 passing touchdowns, um, which is you know pretty low. Obviously, it's one of the lowest of the top ten, and so, um. I think I think he's going to finish between seven and nine, but I think guys that draft him in as a top three quarterback or a top four quarterback are going to get burnt. They're going to be, you know, shocked by the fact that Russell Wilson doesn't perform at that level. So for me, I mean, it's not a problem to, to, to rank him at four or rank him at five, but I just think knowing what Russell Wilson is and knowing how efficient he has to be and knowing that the Seattle Seahawks have transitioned their whole team into more of a run heavy you know, a run friendly offense. Um, I just don't see those days of Russell Wilson being a number one, number two, number three quarterback in all of fantasy football to still be there because you have the Mahomes, you have the Lamar Jackson, you have the Dak Prescott's, you know what I mean? And it's like, those guys are going to be there. And then there's younger players who are coming onto the scene that could, you know, potentially explode. I mean, every year we get, we get a quarterback in the, you know, the twenties who turns into a top five quarterback. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. Russell Wilson has to contend with all of that. Um, so it's like for me, I think seven to nine is fair. But at the same time, if I'm ranking him at seven to nine and you're drafting him as the third you know, quarterback off the board, your team's if you're following my projections and my rankings, your team's probably not going to have Russ because he's drafted way too right. high. So, well, yeah, I mean, I'm probably not drafting a lot of these guys that we're talking about. I'm probably mm-hmm. not drafting Deshaun Watson. Uh, Russell right. Wilson, right? Uh, some of the guy we're probably going to talk about next, like some just because I think they're and even Dak. I think um, just because they're all going a little early, but right, I do think Russell Wilson is the probably the best other than Dak. But I, I would take Russell Wilson over Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. Um, I think I think we should move on. What do you think? Yeah, let's, let's move on. Um. So I have, uh, let's see, who are we going to talk about next? Kyler Murray? Yeah, let's talk about Let's talk about Kyler. So Kyler Murray is number five on my list. He's number six on yours. Not too far off um, in terms of rankings and projections. What is this, our uh, seventh quarterback that we talked about? Uh, I think he's our sixth. Sixth. So, um, yeah, I have Kyler at five. I think the, the consensus right now is that Kyler is going to explode. And he's going to have a uh, really, really great season. Um, But right now, his total, uh, what is it? His rankings right now have him at, his uh, ECR rankings have him at uh, number five as well. So, but he's going off the board. What did we say, three? Yeah. So he's going off the board high. I don't, he's not Baker Mayfield. Let's... A lot of people are like, oh, he's going to bust like Baker Mayfield. I'm like, no, let's, he's not Baker Mayfield. Let's, you know, I mean, it's a similar situation as to what happened last year, but the big difference is like last year when you statted out the Cleveland Browns or this year, when you stat out the Cleveland Browns, you look at Baker and you're like, oh my God, it's how, how is he going to even reach 520 pass attempts? You know what I mean? Like you're reaching, trying to get him up there. Whereas Kyler is probably going to have like maybe around 600, like 
pass play calls. Now, 80 of those will turn into rushes, but yeah. uh, you know what I mean? You're talking about him throwing the ball, you know, 540 times in, in a, you know, in a season. And it's like, you know, that's, that's right there with Russ, but he does three times more rushing than Russell Wilson. So for me, I think, I think, you know, it just, for Kyler Murray this year, it really all depends on his efficiency through the air. Um, It took him a while last year to get on the, get on the pony. You know what I mean? I don't think he had a higher than a two, uh, I'm number seven, QB finish and all of fantasy football. So um, yeah. his biggest issue was scoring touchdowns. And I think that's, that's the question that you're going to have this year is can Kyler Murray get into that conversation of being a, you know, a top five quarterback. It's all going to uh, rely on the, how many touchdowns he scored. And, and right now I have, I have Kyler projected at QB 11, which is low. Um, with 28 passing touchdowns, but he doesn't reach 300. Uh, he doesn't reach 4,000 passing yards. So um, I do have him a little bit lower uh, in my projections, but I don't know. I, I don't know if that's a, that's a scary factor that should force me to move him down. But I think that's just based on numbers that he's had in the past. And I think that, yeah. that this year he could have an explosion um, but there's also a real possibility that he he also doesn't have that, and he ends up being a mid-range QB like Baker Mayfield was last year. He's being overdrafted. Let's not front. He's, I do, yeah. I mean, I do agree that he is getting overdrafted. I don't think you should move him down to 11, though. Uh, no, I'm not going to move him down to 11. I would move him down yeah, to, like, 7. Projection. I mean, I, I think I have him 7th on my projection, so yeah. I don't have him, like, in my top 5. But I have him ranked 6, so it's yeah. not really too big of a difference for me. Uh for me, like, dude, I love Kyler Murray. Uh, I do think he is getting overhyped, though. Uh, I was hoping he wasn't so I could draft him on my team. Yeah. Uh, you know, with the addition to DeAndre Hopkins, his second year, full year as a quarterback, uh, Cliff Kingsbury loves to throw the ball. They threw it, mm-hmm. what, 442 times last year. I wouldn't be surprised if that number goes up to, like, 450, 460 passing attempts. Um, with the amount of times he rushes the ball as well, like it's very possible he rushed for 500 yards last year. Yeah, he can do that again this year with four rushing touchdowns. Like I think that's possible. Mm-hmm. And then efficiency wise, he you know you expect that offense to be better as a whole with Kenyon Drake playing there for full season with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Um. So I think he can throw like 26 ish touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, and if he does that, yeah, he'll finish as a top six fantasy quarterback. Fair I don't enough. think he's Baker Mayfield, no. but it does scare you yeah. a little bit because of the hype that is going around yeah. Kyler Murray. It's just scary. It's that a scary, uh, similar situation. Right. Still a crappy football team, but they add, yeah. you know, some good offensive weapons. They know what they are. The offensive line is improved. You know, it's, it's everything points in the right direction for Kyler. And I think the one common denominator that's not the same between the two teams is that, you know, they're probably going to, he's probably going to get a lot more opportunities to touch the ball in general, when you're, whether you're talking about passing it or running it, yeah. than Baker did the last team, year. Though too isn't um, at the same. It's not on. Well, he's he's like, he's getting drafted as the third quarterback off the board. It's higher than Baker. I know, but like the hype for the Browns last year as a whole was like they're going to the Super Bowl. Right, 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 right. Like, nobody's really expecting the Cardinals. To People are rejecting them to go sixteen and zero. Yeah, right. Which is. So I don't think Murray has quite the same pressure as Baker did. Uh, he right. still has a lot of pressure on him though. Cause the Cardinals well. still suck, but right. Because the Cardinals are like probably going to go eight and eight this year. 
four Cardinals. Um, let's move on to the next guy, uh, Josh Allen. I have him six. You have him seven. Um, I think what yeah. I have him at 304, which is like, this will be surprising to you. The difference between six and nine to me is uh, three fantasy points in projections. Yeah, no, that's that's not crazy. Um, so anyway, Josh Allen, we all know the, the interesting thing when I was projecting guys is looking at last season's numbers and seeing the top quarterbacks in fantasy football who did not get over 4,000 pass yards. Um, and uh, Kyler was one of those guys. You saw Josh Allen, one of those guys, Lamar Jackson was one of those guys. So, um, Josh Allen is just not a good, like when you watch him on film, he's, he's not, he makes some really good passes, but he's just not good at throwing the football. Yeah, He's not really yeah, he, a great quarterback. Got, um, right. He ran, this is the grossest guy on, on our list. I oh know. yeah. Yeah, for sure. He had, I think, the second most rush attempts last year, or the th- maybe the third most rush attempts last year among quarterbacks. Um, I have 105 rush attempts this year, second in the league with 535 rushing yards and seven rushing touchdowns. That's what puts him that high on my list, just the rushing metrics. Um, last year, I think he led his own team in rushing touchdowns, which was absurd. In the two seasons that he's played, I think he had like six six rushing touchdowns his first year and seven in the next year. And if he does yeah. that again, there's no way he doesn't finish in the top seven of quarterbacks in fantasy football. The real question is, do guys like Stefan Diggs, you know, and Devin Singletary getting full-time work and improvements, you know, in other parts of the game, D- Dawson Knox year two, does, 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 do those elements elevate Josh Allen's passing game to the point where he can maybe ascend into the top five. I've heard people reference Josh Allen, who's going, I think in the ninth round right now, Josh Allen as the Patrick Mahomes of this season Um, of what Patrick Mahomes was in 2018 or Lamar Jackson was in 2019. So, uh, you know, we always talk about the, the QB one ascending into the top three, you know, the Mm -hmm. getting a massive breakout for a quarterback and, you know, I, I, you look at it and like, it's not always the Lamars in the 14th round. You know, Mahomes was a guy that you drafted in the ninth round and he was an ADPing at the ninth or 10th round the year that he went off. And what do you have, you know, Josh Allen right now at in the ninth round? So it's like, does Josh Allen have that explosion breakout wise to the point where he throws maybe 30 touchdowns, rushes it for 500 times, has those seven rushing touchdowns, and it all comes together for him in the same year where he becomes the QB one. That's the conversation that I think people, a lot of people aren't having with Josh Allen, even though he's completely disgusting. I've heard a couple of people say that, and I looked at it, and I'm like, nah, that's not going to happen. And then I started looking at the numbers, and I'm like, yep. that could happen. Um, and as I the QB six on my rankings, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's funny because Josh Allen is like, he's my least favorite guy on this list. And at the same time, he's my favorite guy on this list. It's, it's uh, the rushing. It's always the rushing. Yeah, it's it's the rushing, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, you look at his rookie season. He played in 12 games, right? Right, right, right. right. He had eight rushing touchdowns in 12 games Dang. as a rookie. So you're thinking, there's no way he does something like that again. Yeah. He plays a full 16 and he gets nine rushing touchdowns. So the idea is like, I think his t- rushing is going to regress. Yeah. But he's had such great rushing seasons in two straight years. It might not. 
and I even have I have him regressing a little bit. So gross though. Um, yeah, it is really gross. I have yeah. regret him like I think I still have him with like 500 rushing yards, but I have him at seven touchdowns. Yeah, seven nine. Even if he gets like five or six though, like he's still going to be really good from that. And I do think he's going to be better passing the football this year because they added Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Um, who is going to make a big difference in that offense? Uh, you know, fantasy wise, he might not do anything insane, but on the field, like that's going to make a big difference for Josh Allen and for how teams play uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and not to mention the fact that, you know, you just look at his, he's his year to year improvement. Mm-hmm. He's, going, he's going into the third year of his career. He's 24 years old. Yeah. Um, you know, his rookie season, he was terrible. He had 10 touchdowns, 12 picks through for like 50%. Mm-hmm. But then last year he threw closer to, he was still under 60% for completion percentage, but it got higher. It was 59% right around there. He had 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 3,000 yards. So if he improves again off that, just a little bit, mm-hmm. with his rushing, he has a chance to be a top five fancy quarterback. Yeah, maybe even top three. A little bit. And he's got that kind of upside. Yeah. Yeah. If he rushes like he did last year and has a better season throwing the ball because of Stephon Diggs, which is very possible, he could be this year's Lamar Jackson. I mean, and I think, too, when you're talking about, because right now I believe he's the, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth quarterback off the board. That seems like good. Good juju yeah. to me. I like that. Um, I don't know, man. I might be targeting Josh Allen this year. <laughs> Can I, he be I, a no, breakout I, in two straight years? Is that a thing? Yes, I think so. <laughs> Can you do that? Um, all right, let's move on from Josh Allen and talk about Carson Wentz. Interesting. This is going to be an interesting conversation on Carson Wentz because his whole career has been kind of a cluster. Um, his MVP season, which is what everyone refers to when they talk about jo- I mean, Carson Wentz being a, you know, QB one top 10 quarterback in fantasy football, you know, a guy who can break out. He was on pace to be the number one quarterback in fantasy that season. He went and, you know, for MVP until he tore his ACL. He was one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy football that season. I think it was what? 2017. Uh, can't remember. Yeah. 2017. So then he tore his ACL came back the following year. Um, and wasn't as good as we thought. And then last year he wasn't as good as we thought. Um, I think he dealt with injuries in 2018 as well. So it's it just like, it was a lot of up and down for Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the only time that we've seen him be a QB one was over that stretch of 10 weeks before he tore his ACL and since then, we just really haven't seen it. And whether that's because the Eagles just don't have any passing targets outside of Zach Ertz, or it's because Carson Wentz maybe isn't that great, or the offensive line hasn't been as good as we thought it was, whatever that may be, Carson Wentz has had a hard time getting himself back into that top seven, eight conversation. If he plays all 16 this year, he'll get there. Um, I went a little, what did you have him at pass attempts and projections? Uh, I think 600. Exactly. I have him at 604. Um, yeah. I throwing 28 touchdowns, 4,653 yards. He rushes it for 200 yards and scores one little touchdown. Uh, and he gets top five in my projections at 310 fantasy points ahead of Matt Stafford, Josh Allen and Drew Brees. Mm. So can this be the year that Carson Wentz comes out? I feel like I'm playing devil's advocate with my own brain. 
But can this be the year that Carson Wentz comes out and gets himself back into that conversation See, of being a top quarterback? That's where we're going to start having discussions. But outside is, of – go ahead. I was going to say, just this, this is why I'm not taking a quarterback in the fifth round. Because Josh Allen, because Carson Wentz, because a few guys we're going to talk about after him, all have potential yeah. – to be in that top five category. ADP 96 for Carson Wentz. Yeah, and I, I've seen him fall in like the 10th round in almost every mock draft I do. And to me, there's really not a big difference between Carson Wentz and like Deshaun Watson. Like, it's not a huge difference fantasy-wise. Yeah. It's like 15, 20 You're going to get some hate for that. In my projections. <laughs> I know I'm going to get some hate for that, but I don't. No, but it's like, true. The, the overhype. taking one like the fifth for round. For Kyler, Deshaun. The overhype for Kyler, Deshaun. You know what I mean? And where they're getting drafted. It just it's much better to take a Josh Allen or a Carson Wentz at the back end of the, you know, top ten rounds than it is to to go after a freaking you know stud quarterback. Just because you know, you 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 can still get a great wide receiver running back in the fifth round. You can't it's very hard to get a great running back in the tenth round. Um you know, but you can still get a good quarterback in the tenth round, like Carson Wentz. Right. Uh but yeah, no, I mean, my argument for Carson Wentz is, I mean, last year he only had 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions with 4,000 yards, but he was throwing to Nelson Aguilar. He was throwing to Dallas Goder. He was throwing to uh, Alshon Jeffrey on one leg through six games. He, he didn't, he only had Deshaun Watson, for, I mean, Deshaun Jackson mm-hmm. for the first two weeks of the season. Now you have a healthy Deshaun Jackson. You have Jalen Rieger in there now. You had added Marquise Goodwin. You have Zach Ertz fully healthy. Yep. Dallas Godert is still there. So there and if Alshon Jeffrey goes on the PUP, I mean it's whatever, but he'll yeah. come back too. So if if he's definitely got more has, options. Yeah, he has more options. And if Jeffrey comes back and everybody else stays healthy, like if that's what he has to work with. I think he has the potential to finish in the top five for quarterbacks, which I think is worth taking in the 10th round. Because even if those guys get injured again, it's a similar season last year, his floor is still decent. Like He's still going to be like a top 12, top 13 fantasy quarterback. Yeah. Um, Totally agreed. Love Carson Wentz for 2020. Um, Let's let's talk about Matt Stafford and uh, try to wrap this show up here. Um, Sure. We'll talk about Stafford, Ryan, and then, uh, my goodness, there's some guys here. There are some guys, Rick, yeah. that we wanted to get to, but I don't know if we're going to get to them. Um, we can just quickly talk about Stafford because we both have similar opinions. So Stafford, I have at nine. You have Stafford at 10. Very similar ranking. Uh, Stafford, to me, is one of probably the best values in the draft. Yep. Um, I think right now ADP of 112 in that's a 12th round pick. And it's like, if you can get Matt Stafford, who was on pace to being, you know, a top three quarterback last year in the 12th round, the value is insane. We talked about it before. Um, and so I think, uh, as far as projections are concerned, I have Stafford right now at 304 fantasy points, right around where Josh Allen, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson fall. Um, but I have him at 592 pass attempts. Um, and I think he's going to hit that total and he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns this year. You have Marvin jo- uh, Marvin Jones. You have uh, Kenny Galladay. You have mm-hmm. on Johnson. You have the newly added DeAndre freaking Swift. You TJ have TJ Hawkinson. You got all the red zone targets in the freaking world. And on the plus side, both of your running backs are not boulders. 
So they're not going to, they're not Marshawn no, Lynch's. They're going to throw the ball on the goal line. And, and Matthew Stafford's going to throw a lot of touchdown passes this year. I don't think he's going to finish as a top four or top three quarterback in fantasy, but I think he's yeah. for sure one of those guys you can get in the 12th round. And then That's... later in the draft, you know, kind of have a conversation about maybe drafting a Gardner Minshew or maybe drafting, you sure. know, uh, somebody who may have a, you know, a Joe Burrow or something like that to, to potentially break out. Um, but Stafford is a great, great value at the quarterback position um, going in the freaking 12th round. So for me, having him as the ninth pick, I mean, that's, you know, the ninth guy off the board we just talked about being, what was it, uh, Josh Allen? And mm-hmm. right now I have Matt Stafford as my ninth guy, and he's going as like the 16th, 17th quarterback off the board. So it's like that value right there is just very good. Well, that's the thing. Stafford is in this, and it's another reason why I'm not drafting a quarterback early. It's because I think Matt Stafford, again, is yeah. somebody who can be very, very good that you can get in like the 11th round, mm-hmm. who's a quality, quality quarterback. And I don't want to talk too much about Matt Stafford because yeah. I've talked to him before on the podcast, and there's a great article uh, on yeah. the, our website about Matt Stafford. So mm-hmm. you know our feelings about Matt Stafford, but he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns. He's going to throw a lot of yards. If he stays healthy, like he's going to be a top 12 fantasy quarterback who you can get yeah. in the 11th round at a good price. Um, let's talk about Matty Ice. I have him 10. You have him 9. So we just um, swapped. Here, here, here's the big thing with Matt Ryan. Talked about it last year. Matt Ryan does this thing, this, this uh, really funny thing where he swaps year to year. Yep. It's ever been consistent for like the last seven years where he has a really great fantasy season and then he falls off and then he has a really great fantasy season and then he falls off and then he has a really great fantasy season. Last year, he had a good fantasy season, but it was not as good as the previous year. This year, Matt Ryan's coming in and you, know, you ask the question, can he have a big time fantasy football season where he ends in the top five and has one of his Matt Ryan like season? I think the older he gets, the harder it gets for him to do something like that. Um, they added Todd Gurley. Um, they still have Calvin Ridley. They still have, they have Julio Hayden Jones. They have Hayden Hurst to replace Austin Hooper. And so it's like their offense is still good. It's still a very good offense. Um, they got skilled players. They got weapons. Matt Ryan's going to have a good year. It's just a matter of like, he's not, he's not going to be a fantastic. My, my problem with him is that he's, he's where you, he's what you get when you draft him. We have him at nine and 10. He's going as the ninth or 10th quarterback off the board. So it's like he's exactly where he should be, but I I don't see him like I, my thing is that if you're drafting him, you're drafting him for the consistency that is Matt Ryan, and you're not drafting him for you know hope that he's a top three quarterback. Now for me, I like to have I'd rather stream and try to draft a guy late and build my skill positions and and build my team through that venue than draft Matt Ryan and know that I'm going to get a consistent you know, 20 fantasy points a week, you know, yeah. or maybe 18 fantasy points a week. So it's like for Matty Ice, I, you know, I, I like him. He's going to be nine on my list and he's probably going to stay there, maybe fall to 10. But um, actually, I have him 10. You have him nine. Sorry. Um, he's going to stay at probably 10 or 11 on my list, but he could have a really good season where he finishes six or seven. I just don't think there's like a, a big breakout top three season in Matt, Matt Ryan, especially right. with the, Matt Ryan's top three seasons were in the NFL where running backs, I mean, um, I'm sorry, where quarterbacks didn't really run the football and Ben Roethlisberger yeah, and Tom Brady and Drew Brees were, were scoring at the top three and Peyton Manning, right? 
And so it's like, now you got Matt Ryan and it's like, he doesn't really rush all that much and he's a pocket passing quarterback. So it's like, you know, right at nine and 10 is probably where you should have him and where he will probably finish next year. And the new NFL where you got Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, and, uh, Lamar Jackson running it all over the field and getting fantasy points on the ground, it's going to be hard for Matt Ryan to crack the top five. Even Josh Allen, for him to crack the top six is going to be difficult. So I think nine or 10 is probably safe to have Matt Ryan, but what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, he's, he's a safer guy, but you look at his, I mean, he's almost a guarantee to throw the ball like 600 plus times. Yeah. Um, and if he does that, he's going to put up some decent numbers. Uh, I do think his ceiling is limited and he's not going to probably be a top three fantasy quarterback. Like you're not drafting him yeah. for that. You're just drafting him to be a stable guy who gets you 18 to 20 points a week. Like Fair enough. Um, and I, I do, I still like him. I don't know how many years left he's got in him mm-hmm. being a, a top. This might even be his last year that I put him in my top 10. Yeah. Uh, but he's still, again, he's got a good floor. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's talk about, um, Drew Brees really fast. Uh, Breeze, I'm not, I, I don't tend to rank old quarterbacks high, but yeah, uh, Drew Brees is an exception. Um, they throw it a lot, a lot, and if he stays healthy, mm-hmm. they're they're gonna he's gonna throw 35 touchdowns and 4,000 yards, and you know I mean 4,500 plus yards and all that good stuff. So he's about as safe a pick as you can get in drafts. Um, right, I think last year in the games that Drew Brees played. Um, he was a QB one in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games out of, I think it was 11. 11. So, um, he still got that, you know, QB one finishing potential. Um, and I think that he'll continue doing that on a year to year basis. I mean, he was the QB 22 last year and he only played 11 games. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's, he's a lock to be a top 12 quarterback in fantasy football, um, and I think he'll definitely do that, especially when you're talking about having, you know, one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the game in Michael Thomas. Um, so I, you know, it, it's hard for me to see a reality where Drew Brees doesn't finish as the 11th quarterback, um, on the board, but, uh, you have him at so, 12 explain. Yeah. I actually wanted to even put Brees lower on this list, but, uh, after doing my projections, I was like, it's kind of hard yeah. Put him lower. Uh, right. Just because of how efficient he is every single year. I mean, even last year, you look at, he threw 27 touchdowns in 11 games. Yeah. Uh, which is ridiculous. So if he plays a full 16 this year, which I expect him to do. Right. You know, it, he's probably going to get around 30, 32 touchdowns. Um, because that offense is still very, very good. Uh, and they don't, I mean, they give it to Murray sometimes in the goal line. They give it to Kamara sometimes in the goal line. Mm-hmm. But they do like to throw it in the goal line a lot too. And yeah. So I breeze is a touchdown machine. Um, it's why he's yep. in my top 12. It's hard. It's hard to not put him there. And Camara being back full time is huge too. Yeah. That's, that's big. Um, I, again, though, it's scary to me for breeze because of how old he is. Yeah. And like, he could just have like a year where he, he still yep. plays good in the NFL, but has it like a year like Brady did last year where he throws like 24 touchdowns. Yeah, it could happen. Um, and then he ends up being like I think the big a thing, waste of a pick. Drew Brees' completion Drew percentages I'm, are always so freaking high that it's like yeah. it's hard for him not to have a really good fantasy season just because of efficiency. So right, right. Um, 
But if anyways. I am picking Breeze, though, I do want like a younger guy to go with them. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the final little discussion that we have here. So sure. Um, I don't want to make it a Rogers versus Brady debate, but um, I have Aaron Rodgers 12 and you have Tom Brady 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have Rogers 17. I do. I might move him up a spot or two. So let me, I haven't. Let me just explain why I have Rodgers 12 and why I think he's going to finish better than Brady and why I have Brady 17 <laughs> on the flip side. Of okay. that. So uh, Rodgers, you know, obviously he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I think we've talked about this before. I think the 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 years of Rodgers being a prolific number one quarterback, you know, th- those are gone. We know that they're over. It's not, it's not going to happen anymore. But last year, Rogers was the QB 10. He had some really good games. He was consistent. Um, you brought up before the show, when we were talking about Rogers or Brady, um, it was kind of like you, you basically said that uh, Rogers um, only has that one receiver and Brady's got the weapons and that's very true. But Rogers has never really needed the weapons to have success in fantasy football. Um, so I think, I think for Aaron Rodgers, he's going to have success. I think he finishes as, you know, the, the QB 10 to 12. Um, and he's, he's not a bad, he's not a bad pick. He's, he kind of reminds me a little bit of this late career Drew Brees kind of play where Drew Brees is always a 10 to 12 kind of guy and is good enough to get you, you know, wins in fantasy football. Um, and it's somebody that you can safely pick and be like, okay, you know, let's get a younger guy in the later rounds. Um, right now, Rogers is in the eighth round, I believe. So it's a little high for him. I probably won't be taking him in a lot of my leagues mm-hmm. just because I have him ranked and he's being overvalued among my rankings. So it's just because of the name, right? It's just the name that makes him a little bit higher, but I think Rogers is good. And I think he'll, he'll do some good things this year. Um, as far as why I think he's better than Brady, I just, I think a lot of people are forgetting that Brady, what is he? 43. Yep. <laughs> so old man. Um, Brady is very old. He's, he's not just Rogers. Rogers is 37. Uh, Tom Brady could have babysat Drew Brees. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Actually, Drew Brees is 39. I'm sorry. Is that right? Uh, Drew Brees is like 41, dude. Oh, he's, he's 41. Too. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm talking about Rogers is 36 or 37. Correct. Uh, he's turning 37. So I think for me with Tom Brady's that, yes, he's got the weapons, but I think people are undervaluing. I think being in the new England Patriots system meant a lot for Brady. And I'm not saying that he, you know, the Belichick made Brady or Brady made Belichick. I'm not into, I'm not in for that discussion. I think changing teams as a quarterback is a big thing. And it's why I have Phillip rivers as like my 26th ranked quarterback. And it's Uh why I don't really like Brady this year that much is that he's got the talent and he's a good quarterback, but he's also 43 years old and he just changed teams. And like the, the reality that Tom Brady is going to come out and be a massive QB, you know, a, a great play and a guy who ends up top eight or something like that in fantasy football, which is what a lot of people really believe Tom Brady will do. It's hard for me to believe and so for me, I have them. I have them a little lower in my rankings because I just don't want to buy a forty-three-year-old quarterback in fantasy football. <sighs> and I'm a huge no, Brady fan. You know me. I'm. I yeah. No. I mean, grew up that's, watching them, that's man. a fair argument. Tom Brady was um, is is one of the reasons why I freaking love football. But it's over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where we disagree. I don't think it's over. Not quite yet. This is his last year from that I would ever consider having him in fantasy, even if he plays next year. But see, that was supposed to be three years ago, but 
Right, I know. Um, you know, the Buccaneers, Bruce Arians loves to throw the yep. football. They threw the ball 630 times last year. Right. Uh, and I'm not even saying Brady's going to throw that much. Let's say Brady throws like 600. Yep. Uh, Winston had a 60% completion percentage. I would expect Brady to be a little bit better than that because right. it's on Brady over Winston. Winston threw for 5,100 yards. I don't know if Brady's going to throw yeah. that much, but he might right. throw close to 5,000 yards. Um, Winston had 33 touchdowns last year. I don't think it's going to be much different. I'd have Brady a little bit less, so maybe around like 30 touchdowns. And then the big difference, Winston had 30 interceptions last year. I think Brady's going to have a lot less than that. Brady has only thrown eight, usually eight interceptions a year. Yeah. Uh, he had 11 in 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's usually around eight interceptions. So if he has like 10 interceptions. Yeah. So Brady throws like 30 touchdowns with 10 picks and close to 5,000 yards. I, I think he's going to be really, really, really good. Now, it's one of the best weapons he's ever had. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk, yeah. OJ Howard, Cameron Brates there. Uh, Ronald Jones, Keyshawn Vaughn was the best catch, one of the best pass catching backs in the draft. Uh, and then my argument for against Rogers is just one. It is kind of weapons. His number two receiver is Devin Funches uh, and Alan Lazard. Right. Uh, so it's really just Devontae Adams. Uh, I, although I do like Aaron Jones as a pass catching back, so he's solid. But even so, like the last two years, Rogers, you know, two, in 2018 he had 25 touchdowns. In 2016 or 2019 he had. Uh, 26 touchdowns so he's only had 25 or 26 touchdowns the last two years and if anything the offense mm. got worse weapons wise and he's a year older and i still projected him at 27 touchdowns so i have him a little bit yeah uh better actually but you know have I don't you think um, he's gonna do much have you looked at the strength of schedule for brady and rogers uh i did uh okay. i don't remember what it so was, tampa bay right now their strength of schedule right now gets two stars from uh, Fantasy Pros, and it's ranked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth worst in all of football. Um, that's okay. part of the reason why I don't have Brady having as much success as he's had in the past this year. Like I gave him a little, not regression, but I gave him a, a little bit less in terms of efficiency just because he yeah. has a little bit harder of a schedule. And I think that offensive line is going to hurt him more than help him. Um, Rogers is as four stars and he has a top 10, uh, easy, he has the third easiest schedule according to face pros. Oh really? Cause I'm looking at mm-hmm. it and it says it doesn't say that. doesn't say you, that. You just have to click on their name. Oh, so anyway, um, he has a very easy schedule when it comes to, uh, next season. So I think you could see Rogers throw 28 to 30 touchdowns. I think I, I told you before the show, I don't think Brady scores over 30, which is a hot take. Um, I just think this is the, this is uh, unfortunately. And I, if I was a page, if he was on the Pats, I would have said this too. I think this is the year. And I'm not saying that he's, he's, he's going to, what would Max Kellerman say on, on, was it Fox sports or ESPN? I can't remember. He's going to fall off a cliff. I don't, I don't mean he's going to fall off a cliff, but I think this is the year that Brady starts to see that he's 43 years old and Patrick Mahomes is 24 or whatever Patrick Mahomes age is. You know what I mean? I think I'd do much worse if he was on the Patriots though. I guess I'm just, I, I think I, honestly, I'm telling you right now, system means a lot. And I, I think that there's going to be, you know, weeks one, two, and three are going to be I fun for Brady. Does. But then when, when things aren't going well defensively and Bruce Arians is being a dink, you know, uh, or Tom yeah, Brady's going to be pissed, but Bruce Arians, he's turned, he's turned Carson Palmer's career around. So maybe Bruce he Arians can make Tom Brady a good fantasy quarterback it's, again. I don't know. I'm just, I, I've seen Tom Brady play for 20 plus seasons and 
I think it's it it might be just that time for Brady to I mean settling his career in freaking Tampa Bay. So I mean, so I I think system does the work. hype You're is right. too I much. Think the Buccaneers the, have the, the best hype is too much in the league for for passing quarterbacks. They are one of them. Bruce Arians loves to throw the football. He loves he wants to do whatever the quarterback wants to do. He wants to throw the ball deep. He wants to throw the ball medium. He wants to throw the ball short. He wants to throw the ball. He wants success at the quarterback position. He wants a lot of passing yards. He wants a lot of passing touchdowns. Do you want That's Brady just, as the twelfth quarterback off the board? Yes. Yeah, see, I don't. I want, I want him over Breeze. I'm, I'm torn because I don't think it's a bad selection. Like, if anybody goes out there and says that Brady's a sleeper and that he could have a really good season, like, it's not a bad selection in my mind. I just think that it's, it's hard to quantify, you know, a long term. Like, for me, it's hard to quantify the long term success of Brady over the course of the 2020 season because you know, so many people are going to draft him. And Brady's going to go out and get 25 points a game for the first five weeks of the season. And then midway point of the season is going to come and things going to like the Patriots were freaking undefeated through 10 games or whatever it was last year. And Brady was looking ridiculously good. And then all of a sudden it just collapsed. And it's like Brady's a 43 year old quarterback and he knows how to pace himself. You know, we talk about. We're big basketball fans, and we talk about LeBron James all the time. One of the things LeBron James knows how to do is pace himself. He doesn't overdo it during regular season games, so he he can be there in the postseason to perform uh, because he's not young anymore, right? Tom Brady does the same exact thing. He goes on his stupid diet where he eats avocado ice cream, and he gets massaged by Alex freaking Guerrero, and he gets all of that stuff, right? But he also knows how to pace himself and and not overdo it. And so I I just I think that kind of has an impact on where he what he does fantasy wise. And I think for me, it's not necessarily that I think Brady's gonna suck. I think that it's the it's that it's his ceiling is like QB ten. Yeah, it's, I feel the same way about Rodgers. I feel the exact same way about Aaron Rodgers. Okay, but I do think like the pacing yourself thing. Like, can he does he have the choice to pace himself when he's on the Buccaneers versus the Patriots? No, but I think that doesn't help him because by the time, by the time you get to week eight, by the time you get to week eight and the guy is, has to play his butt off to win football games, (laughs) it just gets like, he's been a part of that before. And it just, I don't know, 43 years old. It's a hard thing to do. He's not going to have to play in the snow anymore. Yeah, that's for sure. But anyway, I, I have my opinions on Brady and, and I love him, but you never know. Um, but that'll do it. That'll do it for all of the QB rankings that we have. We talked about 13 guys. Is that right? Yeah. So that'll do it for our QB rankings for the 2020 season, the top 12. You can get the rest of these and that, that them there draft guide we're, we're releasing next week. Uh, don't forget to check out our website, thefantasychampions.com, buy the draft guide, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.